Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Coach Brechterfield, hey, uh, Coach, just after you watched the film, uh, just kind of tell me what you, you saw from, from your guys up front. Yeah, I think, um, I think they played hard. You know, obviously it wasn't clean the, the, uh, the whole way, but, <clears throat> you know, when I think when we, when you needed to stop, they got it, and I think that was the biggest thing that came out of it. Mm-hmm. Did, did, you, did you see anything from maybe some improvement from some, from some of the guys that, uh, I mean, MJ uh, got, got several penetrations and things like that? Yeah, you know, MJ, MJ did a great job in that one fourth and three. Um, like I said, he, he he broke technique on that play, but he's, he he let his gut to say, Coach, I thought it was going to be this, and he took it, and he made a play, which is which is awesome. They, they were able to put up a decent number of yards on you guys up front, um, saw that they were running between the tackles quite a bit. What were they doing that was making it so hard for you guys to get stops? Uh, you know, I th- they, they make plays too. I think, you know, I think sometimes a couple of fit issues off of it. Um, you know, but I think, um, you know, just you know, we, weren't, we weren't hitting straight like we should have been, but... You know, I thought they played hard and, and um, you know, got to improve, obviously. Coach, Arizona State looks banged up on the offensive line. They've rotated a lot of bodies in so far. How do you kind of prepare for that, and what is it you've seen at ASU up front so far? Yeah, I mean, you prepare the same way. You don't know who they're going to get. I heard some guys might be coming back, so you just prepare, you know, not just really for the scheme. You know what I mean? And whoever comes back comes back, and you prepare for them all. We don't know who's coming back or who's playing or who's not, so – um, we just prepare the same way and, you know, chance of everybody playing. Um, what do I see? I think the number four is a hard runner. Um, I think they're big. They're big up front, you know. So um, we just got to go and just, you know, just kind of just play, play, our, play our football, play technique, and, and do a good job winning the line of scrimmage. I know that one and no mindset has been a big deal ever since you all got here. Um, feels like this is the kind of week where that really gets put to the test. Such an emotional high last week, but, but still this one's every bit as important. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter, right? I mean, you look at last year, you know, same same situation. You know, you, if you don't learn from last year's game, then, you know, what are we doing? So I, I think they've done a good job, you know, taking it week to week and, and resetting and focusing back in and getting back on the details and, and, and um, you know, obviously working our tails off and trying to get a win. Scott Huff. That was probably his toughest test of the year. How do you think that just he individually? Yeah, he's been Parker's been playing at a high level for us, and you know we're we're excited about him, and um, I think he's only going to continue to get better. Troy's downfield block on Kyrie Jackson. Just when you watched that on the film, just how impressive. Uh, we that? well, we I saw it in the game because obviously that's kind of the point of attack, and um, you know he just it, the it was just kind of set up for him, and you know he did what he was supposed to do, so it was good. Two, two sacks and two, one, one sack in two games against Oregon. Just how much do you feel this unit has improved? Because I know you've been in this yeah. for a long time. Yeah, I mean, rare. you know, there's there's still stuff to get better at. It really is, you know. Um, uh, and we and we, you know, that's been the mission all week is to clean up some, you know, guys on edges and and try to clean, you know just keep Mike as clean as we possibly can because we know if we give him time, you know, we all know what he's capable of doing. Scott, I, I know the one and zero mindset is such a huge focus for this whole staff. 
Um, but it, it seems like that's particularly built for moments like this, come off such an emotional high, and yet this game counts equal weight to the Oregon game and the record. Yeah, that's right. It, it really does. And, you know, whatever your motivation is, is uh, but from typically for offensive linemen, you know, it's, it doesn't matter. It's on to the next. You know, the, the, the game before wasn't good enough, and how do we get better and, and on to the next? And that's, that's really our – that really is our mindset. Uh, and um, I think the guys have had two really good practices so far, and so I, I feel like we're definitely headed the right direction. Can you tell me what you see out of ASU's front so far? Yeah, and they're um, obviously first-year staff, right? Uh, you know, the, the defense coordinator was at uh, Washington State last year, so and they do a really good job. They present a lot of different um, pictures for us, especially on third downs. They got a really good third-down package where they can um, – I mean, they put everybody up on the line, and you got to be ready for – you know multiple things uh, so so they do a really good job there both those the, their defense vens are playing at a really high level they're, they're good at rushing the passer they play extremely hard um, the inside guys have been solid too so it's it's a good front uh, it really is and we got definitely got our uh, hands full this Saturday night thanks Scott. how do you yep. feel the run game is the run the run pass the, the run def, the run blocking has improved sorry yeah uh, I think you know we're making strides there uh, was it where we want it to be nothing's where we want it to be right we, we have to get better uh, I do think that the guy Guys, you know, they get into they can get into a little bit of a groove, and uh, and things become a little bit easier. Um, but I think I think we're making improvements. Do we need to get better? Absolutely, at all things. Coach Morrell, I'm just really proud of him for just having the right mindset of being able to, you know, push himself when it gets to. Because we talk about it all the time. I mean, elite players. I mean, they're going to perform at their peak. You know, after fourth quarter, late in the game, exhaustion, and he's done a great job of playing through that. Where does EJ improve the most this season? EJ, uh, I just think in confidence level, I think that's the number one thing when I watch him is just his confidence level's really improved. And obviously we're, we're dishing a lot of tough matchups, you know, on him right now. And, and I think he's been good on just having a one and zero mindset. He's competitive, made a lot of plays at times, you know, if he gives up a play, it doesn't impact in the same way it might have a year ago. He's able to bounce back and go get ready for the next play. Dom's a six-year guy who got here, was playing corner and then safety yeah. and then nickel and then safety. What can you say about his willingness, I guess, where he's been around, but to say, okay, you need me back there, I'll do that, yeah. you know, after, you know, making the move to Husky the year before? Yeah, no, I think it's been, I think it's been really important. It just, you know, that, that obviously in our defense is a key position in terms of the things we ask out of that position. And we need a, you know, the guy with the physical mentality, a guy that uh, wants to be in the middle of literally every play. Um, and, you know, I think he's, um, you know, just grown so much in terms of his, his personal confidence level and just his ability to operate schematically has been the biggest thing I've been pleased with and I think the biggest part of it is that you know he's willing to to do whatever it takes in order for us to be successful and win football games. In a similar mold with Mish being at the Husky, just where has he excelled so well? Because it seemed like there were several plays against Oregon that he was just right there, if not even right there. Yeah, you know, I think you take some of his, you know, his skill sets from playing corner, and he's a he's got mass and he's he's a powerful player. And then you move him down closer to the box, and then he can impact stuff around the box. And especially with all the, you know, this day and age of college football, the perimeter screen game that you deal with, we need somebody that's out there being aggressive. And I thought he made it, you know, had a fantastic play of going out and being aggressive on the screen game. Sorry if you've already talked about Asa, but I mean, I, I can't help but notice a guy that has six of his ten fingers in a cast right, right. now, and and literally no thumbs right. out there, and still making enormous plays against. You yeah, know, well, game. I just <laughs> joked with him a little bit the other day. I think that's the best. I, I think that's the best. Uh, you know, since I've been um, around him, that he's tackled. I mean, tackling well with with two clubs on your hands, and he he made a just a extreme focus on it. 
Um, I know he was really hungry after last year's game to come out and play well. And, you know, it's just great to have him back on the field and, and um, you know, really, really, a, really proud of, you know, his him coming out and after a long layoff and being, you know, really productive for us. Coach Shepard. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Coach Shepard in the building. I'm here to stay. Love it here. Great place. Elite place. I mean, goodness gracious, who doesn't love University of Washington? If you don't, you just because you have never been here. Once you come here, you'll love this place. There's no question. All right, I'm ready. That review of the Oregon game, just how special was it for you guys? Multiple hundred yard receivers. Michael Penix has to fight through injury. Just how special was that game for you guys? You know what? There's portions of the game that we were super excited about, and certainly that we were frustrated about. Uh, we felt like we could have played better in some spots, and that's the part that uh, is encouraging because it didn't have to come from me specifically. It came from our players, and that's where you want your team to be at. Okay, they recognize where they can improve, and they do everything in their power to make those improvements. And I think that um, going forward, I think uh, you, hopefully we'll see an even better product on the field. Um, there's no reason. Why? I mean, they got to be here anyway, so why not take the time to improve and get better? Both of those room touchdowns is, you know, through traffic, <laughs> strong strong hands, strong upper body. Mm-hmm. How much have you seen him improve in that area, gaining 15 pounds in the offseason, just being able to make those, those contested catches? The, uh, definitely has been an emphasis for him. Um, uh, I'm always telling him how afraid he is of various things in his life, in his personal life, football life. Um, and I tell him how scared he is, and uh, and he says to me over and over again, he fears God. And uh, one of the things that um, I told him he's afraid of is just being a savage uh, out there, um, 50-50 balls. And um, that NFL team saw that he was afraid of that as well. And um, and that's the reason why, you know, your, your, your draft stock wasn't as high as you thought it was going to be after last season. And, and I, I believe right now he's a man on a mission to prove to everybody that, you know, you put the ball even in close to him, he'll he'll come up with it. You guys have plenty of weapons, but without J Mac, how different does it make the offense taking that middle middle of the field away? Uh, you don't pl- you don't replace uh, Jalen McMillan. I mean, he is a um, he is ultra talented in a way that makes everybody better. As good as we have uh, in the room, he makes everybody in the room better because he's going to require that the defense. Um, keep their eyes on him because um, he's going to be open. He's going to find a way to get open. And so uh, certainly, uh, you know, that, that that is definitely a piece uh, in the offense that we like to have back. Um, and he's working towards it, man. The kid is busting his butt. Obviously, you guys saw him out there on Saturday for the first eight plays. And then, uh, you know, I had a little minor setback. But uh, he's he's doing great. He's in great spirits. Um, uh, he's, he's working on himself to make sure that um, he's a piece of metal going forward so that he can uh, go through anything. 
Marcus, a couple questions about Giles Jackson. Um, man, love that kid, man. He crushed it, man. So excited for him. First play of 2023. I'm sorry to cut you off, man. Touchdown. Uh, man, uh, that kid, man, I told his mother after the game, I said, hey, that's no longer your son. That's my son out there, okay? <laughs> so, love Giles Jackson, but go ahead. Well, uh, just what he's coming off of. I mean, a big deal to go through what he's had to deal with and catching Nerf footballs and those sorts of things to be able – to make your season debut against that good of a defense, that good of a team, that big of a scenario and step up in the moment, what did that take? You know what, Giles is one of those kids that um, he just loves the game that much. So um, the moment never really gets too big for him. He's, he's ready for the moment at any time. Uh, he has a chip on his shoulder, you know, and, you know, he, he kind of reminds me of a little a young, a smaller receiver that I had in Rondell Moore who played with a chip on his shoulder 24-7. That's Josh Jackson in a nutshell. He, he, he really – it doesn't matter what the situation is. He's, he's ready to go. Put him out there. Um, the biggest guy, the smallest guy, the best guy, he, he's prepared for that. But – Giles has been through way more than most people even know. I mean, um, when I arrived here, I didn't know how much the folks were really in love with the kid, you know, just to be completely transparent, you know, and some of that self-inflicted, you know, and uh, some of that not so much self-inflicted. But um, I fell in love with him right away. I mean, he's been one that uh, I definitely gravitate towards Giles Jackson and want to do everything in my power to make sure that he has the type of career that he wants because he deserves it, man. He's a great kid. Um, but it, it's no surprise to us. I mean, He's in practice every day, coming to practice, and he's making plays, okay? When we keep track of who has the most explosives through spring ball, through fall camp, things of that nature, Giles Jackson is number one or two, okay? So it's not a surprise to us that that kid is having, that he came out there and played the way that he did. Well, you talk about the kind of career he wants to have. Um, if he plays four more games this season, that's it for his career. And it seems like he's kind of – either way on that thing whatever's best for the team I mean that that shows a, a level of selflessness I don't think you see all that often what what can you just talk about his situation and how he's handling it I think um what we've done as a coaching staff has done a great job of being super transparent with him and letting him know um how we feel about him and what we uh want and need and expect from him but at the same time uh giving him the opportunity to really maximize you know his experience here at the University of Washington I think that because of that transparency he super appreciates us and is willing to do whatever um is necessary for this football team but he loves his teammates too so he's not going to leave those guys high and dry in any circumstance so um you know as we go along we uh, he it's been explained. We don't know exactly how the season will transpire, will unfold, but um, certainly um, we're going to try to maximize his career here. But Giles is ready to go. I mean, I told him to prepare like he's going to play, and he's been doing that. And even in the times when he's injured, I mean, he come to me, man, Coach, I probably got more reps today without being with the offense um, than being with the offense today. So he's putting in the time and work to make himself available to this football team. And uh, kudos to him for working like that because a lot of guys, they'll slack off when they're injured and they're not sure what their playing situation is going to be. So kudos to him. Shep, you said you like to tell Rome what he's afraid of. Last week you told us that Oregon was the best secondary you'd ever seen. 
Do you like to practice in reverse psychology a little bit? <laughs> Why would you describe your motivational tactics? No, uh, if you go back and watch the video, there was zero crack of a smile, nothing. It was completely transparent. Uh, that's what I felt, and uh, I wanted our guys to go out there because they're – uh, some narratives out there about, you know, who's the best receiving core and all that stuff. I mean, they don't get caught up in that. Uh, but ultimately, it's about, hey, go out there and show, you know, put it on film. That's what it's all about, you know, and going against the best secondary, it gives us an opportunity to showcase, hey, hey, well, maybe we might be the best receiving core. So go fight and go, go, go make it happen. Go make a name for yourself. I mean, that's what you came here for. And to be quite honest about it, I want my guys to be able to perform under pressure. Um, that's that's what it's about. You have to be able to perform under pressure. Um, there are guys out there who, you know, when I don't want us to be front runners. Basically, is what I'm saying. I don't want us to be. Hey, when it's easy and things, it's 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 clear and sunny. All right, here in Seattle, sometimes it rains and it's cloudy. So guess what? Be able to perform even in the moments when it's rainy and cloudy.